Ill. No, certainly not, but it must be done. Did Nesta decide upon a name for her? Harold. And for a girl? Alec shook his head. Have you any wishes in the matter? Alec didn't say anything. He looked thoughtful as he sipped at his wine. The child was alive, well taken care of. God knew he could hear her yelling her head off. And now these questions. Who cared? Hallie, he said finally, shrugging. Hallie is her name. It's close to Harold. I think Nesta would have liked that. Still, Alec didn't visit his daughter. The day before Ariel and Burke were due to leave Carrick Grange, they broached the subject with their host. Ariel and I have discussed this thoroughly, Alec. If it is all right with you, we will take Hallie back to Ravensworth with us. Alec stared at him. You want to take the child to Ravensworth? Why ever for? You are a man, Alec. At least I am her aunt. I would care for her and love her, as would Burke. There is nothing for her here, save a nurse to see to her needs. A child needs love, Alec, and care. Alec said slowly, vaguely, I can't give my child away. You have no reason to feel as if you're not behaving responsibly in this, Burke said. You are a single gentleman, a widower. You wish, do you not, to return to your shipping, to captain one of your own merchant ships again? What is your favorite? Oh, yes, the night dancer. Yes, a barkentine and a wonderful vessel, Alec nodded, adding, That is what I told you, isn't it? There is nothing more to do here. It is so very quiet, you know. I don't wish to remain at the Grange much longer. My steward, Arnold Cruisk, is a competent fellow and will handle the Grange business. I trained him. He will send me reports. He can be trusted. You can hardly take a babe on board ship with you to God knows where, Ariel said. She needs stability, Alec, a home, and people to care for her. Burke and I can do that. She's part of Nesta, you know. Yes, we know. I must think about it. It doesn't seem right to leave my child and, well, I will go riding now and think about it. That evening, while Alec was dressing for dinner, he heard a baby squalling from overhead, sharp, piercing cries that made him jerk about and mangle his cravat. The crying didn't stop. It grew louder. He looked in the mirror, pulled off the cravat, and flung it down. He closed his eyes. What was the matter? Why was the babe crying as if her life were in danger? Stop it, he whispered. For God's sake, be quiet. The babe was yelling to bring the grange down. Alec couldn't bear it. He strode from his bedchamber down the wide corridor to the stairs that led to the third-floor nursery. The babe's crying sounded raw now as he drew closer. He flung open the nursery door. There was Mrs. McGrath, his damned housekeeper, holding the babe, rocking her, trying to quiet her. Where the hell is the wet nurse? Mrs. McGrath whirled about. Oh, my lord, Nan had to return to her home. Her own child is ill, and her family. Well, it's a very tedious story, actually, but there's no food for Hallie, and she's hungry. Alec cut her off. Give her to me. Go have Nan fetched immediately. Have her bring her child back here to the Grange. For God's sake, go. Alec took his daughter. For an instant, he was terrified. She was so tiny. Her cries were so loud, but his ears hurt. Her small body was convulsed with yells. He knew enough to support her neck. 
He didn't want to, but at last he forced himself to look at her, really look. Her face was screwed up and blotched red. She had a thick head of pale blonde hair, exactly the color of his hair when he'd been little, so his mother had fondly told him many times. He said softly, Hush, little one, it's all right, you'll eat soon enough. The baby stopped a moment on hearing the strange deep voice and opened her vague eyes very wide, looking toward the sound. Her eyes were the color of the North Sea during a wild storm, dark, dark blue and deep, just like his. He drew his daughter to his shoulder, crooning meaningless words and sounds over and over, softly again and again. To his astonishment, she hiccuped several times, stuffed her fist into her mouth, and put her head on his shoulder. Her small body shouted again, then grew quiet. For an instant he was terrified again that she...